0: Welcome to the Sunday Studies Podcast, a weekly message of hope to fight back those feelings of dread, fear, or anxiety of the week to come. This is a place to pause and find momentary solace and encouragement before you dive into the days ahead. Here's to finding it and feeling it together. Season's greetings and glad tidings, all you hot cocoa cohorts, eggnogians, hot wassalians, and any other holiday drinkians that may be out there. It is the holiday season, and with such being the case, you had to believe that Sunday studies was going to follow suit and be themed in the same way. That's right. We're talking about Christmas and the holidays. Probably this week, maybe the next couple weeks, who knows. It's all about what pops into my head and what I feel like doing. But this week, we're talking about the big man in the red suit and how he crushed my dreams. It's a story about when I was a little kid and how Santa ruined my life, kind of. But I'll spare you all the details because a lot of them are in this story. Here it is, Sunday Studies number 43, Unmet Expectations and Untied Loose Ends, A Santa Story. Now that is a title for you. As always, you can go to the Substack. I won't give you the spiel. You know, jakeeliff.substack.com, best thing that's ever happened to you. But for now, let's get into it. Sunday Studies 43, Unmet Expectations and Untied Loose Ends, A Santa Story. Let's go. When I was in second grade... All I wanted for Christmas was a PlayStation 2. I was so excited to play NCAA football and smoke all of my neighborhood friends in it. I couldn't wait to live out my not-yet-realized punk rock kid dreams and rip kickflips on Tony Hawk Underground 2. I was dying to shred a solo on Freebird while playing Guitar Hero. This was my obsession for months upon end, and I was ecstatic for Christmas to arrive so that I could make all of these dreams realities. The only problem was that I forgot to ask Santa for said PlayStation 2. In my second grader brain, I assumed that a guy who could travel around the world in one night and deliver presents to billions of people would automatically have enough power and knowledge to know what I wanted without having to ask him. Such was supposedly not the case, and I found out this vital piece of knowledge on Christmas Eve of that very year. My parents asked me what I was most excited for on Christmas Eve, and when I responded, PlayStation 2, their faces turned white as the snow that refused to fall in Alabama weather. Now, you know Santa doesn't always give you everything you ask for, right? They were frantic. And I was furious. I don't remember exactly what I said in response, but I remember it involved a lot of crying and screaming and near cuss words on my part. How could Santa not give me the only thing I wanted, even if I didn't necessarily ask for it? I was livid at the big guy in the red suit and started to question his existence entirely. I'm pretty sure I told my parents that they were terrible people or something along those lines and then went to bed crying, still secretly hoping that there'd be a PS2 under the tree by some Christmas miracle. I was banking on a Ralphie Gets His Red Rider type of moment on Christmas morning, but what I woke up to was quite the opposite of a Merry Christmas morning. When I walked into the living room, I was met with a kid's worst nightmare. Nothing but empty space underneath the tree. Not a present in sight. The milk and cookies were barely touched, the stockings were as flat and barren as the night before, and the only trace of a gift was a singular box in a tiny chair in the center of the room. Inside, I found a letter from Santa that basically said, stop being a brat, remember the true meaning of Christmas, and learn to be thankful for what you have. That was it. That was all I was getting for Christmas, a detention slip and a life lesson from Santa Claus. I cried again. I told my parents sorry, I told Santa sorry, and I probably told Jesus sorry too, just for good measure. After a heart-to-heart with mom and dad, They opened the closet door and revealed that all my presents had been conveniently tucked away by Santa in case I repented of my rebellious ways and made amends. I opened all of my presents with a fresh set of eyes that year, thanks to Santa's sermon in the box. I'm not sure what all I got that year, probably clothes and more candy and toys than I needed, but I do remember one gift. A PlayStation 2. Sorry, a PlayStation 1. (laughs) Not the PlayStation 2 that I almost lost my sanity and sanctity with Santa over, but the older and not as cool PlayStation 1. I was ecstatic. At this point, I would take anything. That's one of my favorite Christmas memories of my entire life, and I think that's because it's full of everything that Christmas traditionally is not filled with. Broken trust, disappointment... Untied loose ends and unmet expectations. But with all of that not so Christmassy stuff, I've learned to see so much joy, satisfaction, catharsis, and contentment in that year, even after all these years. I ended up getting a PlayStation 2 for Christmas the next year. That was also the year my parents appointed me as Santa's elf and made me stay up late to put together my little brother's playhouse. I didn't make any more lists for the big man in the red suit from that point on. I just walked into the other room and told him what I wanted. So, may your Christmas seasons be full of rich and fullness, richness and fullness, regardless of whether or not it looks like you think it should. In the poem this week, There is so much joy and unmet expectations and untied loose ends. Yeah, that's a really great memory of mine from Christmas about being a brat and learning a lesson and uh, still learning a lesson from it like 20 something years later. So that's pretty cool. But anyways, hope that you have a great Christmas season. And even if it's not exactly what you hope that it will be or expect it to be, that you'll find richness and fullness and joy and catharsis and all those good things And I'm wishing only good things for you this Christmas season. And with that being said, I hope that all of this gave you some steadies to fight the scaries. Reach out if you need anything. I'm in your corner. Bye. See you soon. This beautiful intro and outro music for every Sunday steadies is graciously provided by my good buddy, Jordy Searcy. If you're not listening already, you're doing yourself a disservice, so go check him out now at jordysercymusic.com. Thanks, Jordy. Love you, bud. People, I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I was about to go get in the bed on this lovely Saturday evening, and then I realized, oh, crap. I have not recorded Sunday studies yet, so I apologize, but I'm here, and it's the holiday season, and we're talking about the holidays, and of course, I'm going to hit you with some truth bombs today, and this one's based on my favorite Christmas song, which we'll get into, but with all that being said, let's uh, cut the chit-chat, and let's get to the the real meat and taters of the whole thing. So, this is Sunday Studies 44, let your heart be light. And as always, you can check out all the cool things on the Substack, but if you're here to listen, then I'm here to speak. And so I'm here for you for this Sunday Studies number 44. Let's do it. There's a pressure that comes with the Christmas season an expectation to feel a sense of cheer and merriment, but sometimes that just doesn't come as magically natural as we'd expect. We are relentlessly berated with the pressure to conjure up Christmas cheer and holiday spirit. Yet for so many of us, we carry the weight of our yesterdays into the current holiday seasons year after year. However, we are somehow expected to drop our baggage off at the door without hesitation. So often, this journey of heartache and heaviness has become our normal form of travel, and the baggage we carry is not so easy to leave behind as we keep journeying on. My favorite Christmas song is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I believe it to be the cornerstone of Christmas classics. The song just feels like Christmas time. It's the perfect mix of holiday nostalgia, paired with slight overkill of melodrama, all packaged as an absolute jewel of a song. It's contemplative and comforting all at once. But I think the lyrics are what speak to me the most. They paint a picture of optimism and wholeness right alongside emptiness and discontentment. They embody the full expression of the human spirit, ebbing and flowing between the already and the not yet. In the hustle leading up to Christmas, I've wrestled with one line from this song over and over again, and I can't just seem, and I just can't seem to let go of it. Let your heart be light. Those words have resonated with me in a way I can't explain, but I will try to hear because this is the very place that I've chosen to do just that. The writer of the song has offered a suggestion that I'd like to take more seriously. To let my heart not be so heavy. To not let the difficulties of life dictate my overall disposition. A love that this suggestion offered requires effort. It is not a lightning in a bottle solution that fixes all the fears and cures all the concerns in our hearts. Instead, it offers a realistic view of life. Light and heavy, and everything in between. Letting things be is one of the hardest things to do. We feel a nagging necessity to have control over everything, knowing good and well that it is impossible to truly have control over most things. To let things be is to relent control, and to instead release ourselves from the pressures around us. It is an invitation to drop the heavy things in our hearts, even if we know we'll have to pick them back up at a later time. With Christmas right around the corner, there are so many situations that will be packed with such pressure over the coming days for us all. For some, it'll be family gatherings and traveling. For others, it'll be the need to capture the moment with our kids or our loved ones and to not let Christmas pass us by. For others still, it will be the pressure to hold it together and have Christmas cheer in the midst of our darkest hours. Wherever you find yourself this holiday season, I beg of you to do one thing and one thing only. Let your heart be light. Do the presents thing if you want to. Drink too much eggnog or cider, whichever you prefer. Spend time with those you love. Enjoy the Christmas magic. Or don't do any of those things if they don't bring you joy. Do whatever it takes to let your heart be light in this season and all the seasons to come. May your heart be relieved with the reality that it can be light, even if just for a moment. And the poem this week, Tough as it may seem, despite the deep heaviness, let your heart be light. I am a fan of that song. I am a fan of Christmas time. And I am a fan of you. So I deeply and sincerely implore you to let your heart be light during this time. And if you can't, then try. I know it's easier said than done. But I think it'll be worth it. I think that's all I've got this week. Um, I don't know if I'll be back next week. Whether or not I'll be enjoying Christmas. If I don't, or if I do... Just know that I'm always here for you. And I hope that this all gave you some studies to fight the scaries. Reach out if you need anything. Remember that I'm always in your corner. Bye. See you soon People, I'm going to be completely honest with y'all. I was about to go get in the bed. On this lovely Saturday evening. And then I realized. Oh crap. I have not recorded Sunday studies yet. So. I apologize, but I'm here, and it's the holiday season, and we're talking about the holidays. And, of course, I'm going to hit you with some truth bombs today. And this one's based on my favorite Christmas song, which we'll get into. But, with all that being said, let's uh, cut the chit-chat and let's get to the the real meat and taters of the whole thing. So, this is Sunday Studies 44 let your heart be light and as always you can check out all the cool things on the Substack. but if you're here to listen then i'm here to speak and so i'm here for you for this sunday studies number 44 let's do it people i'm gonna be completely honest with y'all i was about to go get in the bed on this lovely saturday evening and then i realized oh crap I have not recorded Sunday studies yet. So, I apologize, but I'm here, and it's the holiday season, and we're talking about the holidays, and of course, I'm going to hit you with some truth bombs today, and this one's based on my favorite Christmas song, which we'll get into, but with all that being said, let's uh, cut the chit-chat, and let's get to the the real meat and taters of the whole thing. So this is Sunday Studies 44 Let Your Heart Be Light. And as always, you can check out all the cool things on the Substack, but if you're here to listen, then I'm here to speak. And so I'm here for you for this Sunday Studies number 44. Let's do it.